The sun's warm fingers tiptoed through the blinds, painting Zuri's face with gold and coaxing her from sleep. A soft smile bloomed on her lips as she met the sight of Big Jay, still slumbering like a contented bear under the rumpled covers. As she tiptoed out of bed, the echo of Mosey's tale about the third eye resonated in her mind, stirring a curious ache to know if Minka truly held that hidden potential. The aroma of freshly brewed coffee mingled with the sweet smell of pancake batter as Zuri began her morning routine. The rhythmic sizzle of the griddle and the soft murmur of Big Jay's radio provided a familiar soundtrack to her movements. Glancing towards the bed, she saw that both Big Jay and Minka had woken, two pairs of eyes blinking at her with sleepy affection. Gathering her son into her arms, Zuri settled down to nurse him, the warmth of his tiny body radiating against hers. Each suckle was a silent conversation, a language of love and nourishment. Big Jay had a mischievous twinkle in his eyes while he devoured the breakfast Zuri had prepared with her usual flair. Excellent as always, he declared, his voice thick with sleep and admiration, but their peaceful moment was shattered by a sharp rap at the door. Big Jay exchanged a questioning glance with Zuri, a silent question hanging in the air. He rose, his bare feet padding softly across the floor, and called out, Who is it? It's me, Ifiok, came a muffled voice from the other side, tinged with a hint of impatience. Big J hurried to open the door, ushering in Zuri's mother, a whirlwind of bright scarves and warm smiles. By the time Ifiok reached the living room, Zuri had finished feeding Minka, who was now nestled contentedly in her arms, his eyes following his grandmother's lively movements. There's my little man, Ifiok exclaimed, her voice brimming with maternal affection as she reached for the baby. As soon as Minka was cradled in her arms, Ifiok declared, Zuri, he is getting stronger. Zuri smiled. Mother, why are you up so early? Zuri asked, her voice laced with surprise. It wasn't unusual for Ifiok to drop by, but her unannounced early morning visit was unexpected. Well, I was up doing laundry and thought I needed to see my grandchild. I came by yesterday, but I suppose you guys weren't home, Ifiok explained, her gaze never leaving Minka's face. Minka, sensing the change in attention, cooed and snuggled deeper into Ifiok's embrace. Zuri responded, Oh yes, we were called over to Mosi and Ada's house yesterday. Ifiok's eyebrows shot up, a spark of curiosity replacing her earlier warmth. Oh, she remarked, her voice now a playful challenge. Why? Zuri swallowed the morsel of truth caught in her throat. To divulge Mosey's tale meant dredging up old wounds, unearthing memories of her father that still bled raw. Ifiok, despite her strength, remained fragile where Ike was concerned. His shadow lengthened across their lives even in his absence, yet Zuri knew silence wouldn't shield her mother from the inevitable. With a sigh, she started. Well, Mum, she began, weaving the narrative of the evening from the flickering flames to Mosi's hushed pronouncements. As Zuri's voice echoed, the air tightened, thick with unspoken fear and anticipation. By the time she finished, the room had grown cold despite the sun blazing outside. Ifiok stood frozen, her back a rigid silhouette against the window. Tears, glistening like tiny diamond chips, traced tracks down her weather-beaten cheeks. With trembling hands, she passed Minka, now lost in a cocoon of milky sleep, to Big J. Zuri, her voice hoarse, I need to tell you something about your father. 
Her eyes, red-rimmed and raw, searched Big J's face, confirming his presence before turning back to Zuri. Do you know the meaning of Idaho? she asked, each word a shard of a forgotten story. Zuri, her own heart pounding, shook her head. No, Mom, I don't. Ifyok drew a shaky breath, her gaze distant, lost in the swirling mists of memory. It means the third child, she explained, her voice a hushed whisper. Your father, Ike. That wasn't his real name, and I promised him that I would not tell anyone. But he isn't with us any longer, so I guess it's okay to tell you now. A shiver ran down Zuri's spine. The air, already heavy with secrets, grew pregnant with a new, unexpected revelation. His real name, Ifiok continued, her voice cracking, was Idowu. He, he hated it, felt it chained him to his past. He longed to belong somewhere else, so he chose Ike. A silence descended, the weight of her words settling upon them like a shroud. Then Ifiok shared a story long buried, a whispered legend that Ike's mother was ashamed to speak of. She thought she was a failure because of it, but... Idowu's mother, she said, her voice thick with grief, had two sons before him, two beautiful boys, gone before they saw a week of life. Idowu, Ike, he was the third, the one who completed the circle, the one who fulfilled the... formula. It hung there, a dark omen casting long shadows in the morning light. Zuri, numb yet strangely alive, watched as her mother's tears flowed, each drop a testament to a past they thought they knew, a present twisted by fate, and a future that now shimmered with the unsettling glow of unknown possibilities.